Hello, everyone. This podcast episode is sponsored by Cutting Up Barbershop. Guys, I cannot say enough how much I absolutely love getting my hair cut here. They do such a great job. And um, for the ladies, gentlemen, for kids, whatever you need, whether you're looking to get your hair cut, braided, curled up, or whatever else you can do with hair, uh, they're going to do it and do it well. And not only are they going to do a great job, but the energy here is just amazing. Um, I know every time that I go that I'm guaranteed to have a good conversation, get in a good laugh, and just have a good time. And um, yeah, I really cannot recommend this barbershop enough to anyone here in L.A., that's looking for somewhere where you know you're going to leave there feeling good, looking good, um, cutting up barbershop here in Santa Monica is a place that you want to go to. So I will leave a description for where you can find their address and reach out to them to schedule your appointment. But yeah, guys, cutting up barbershop, Santa Monica, don't miss out. Yo, so my name's JG, man, and uh, you know, my passion is music, so I'm a full-blown musician for anybody who doesn't know, um, want to get out of the way, and I'm from Los Angeles, mid-city to be exact, right off of Pico, man, and uh, you know, we just here, just blessed to be here every day, just thankful to God for all the blessings, and uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, man I, it's it's cool, man, because I, I, I think, um, and this sounds kind of like snooty or, or pretentious but like uh um man i mean just to be just to be honest i don't meet a lot of especially people in the rap game that like see the bigger picture yeah, yeah, and yeah. um like literally just minutes into talking to you i was like oh like this person understands that like there's a world outside of his world and outside the music world and how they all inform each other yeah. so um i mean that being said because i'm i'm kind of wondering what you know has led to you um not only being an artist but just like how you think in general so i mean just you know tell us a, a little bit just like your, your background yeah man um honestly just diving straight into that i would say let let me get this point out real quick nobody's perfect yeah you know what i mean yeah. and i would say i'm blessed to be able to think how i now think but it took a lot of not thinking like this to get to this <laughs> point you get what i'm saying yeah. a lot of mistakes a lot of um you know, consequences for my old actions, man. And every day I feel like I just grow. So, you know, you know I'll go ahead and just give a little background on me, right? It's like, you know, I had, I had the single mom, you know, raised me mm -hmm. and my brother. You get what I'm saying? Um, yeah. We didn't have much growing up, you know, the, the stories, the welfare, the everything to the point where it's like, you know, I really had to get it on my own. With having to get it on your own, you know, you fall into the wrong crowd sometimes. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Maybe maybe it's the the search of looking for another father role model and you maybe you find that in the wrong males that's a little bit older or maybe mm. it's just the fact that you want to change your mom's yeah. life at a young age you know it could be a lot of hit or misses with it but um necessarily i would say you know what helped me to see this bigger picture was understanding that what i want in life can't be accomplished moving the same way as everybody else yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and, I, and i tell i tell people this all the time i'm like i feel like a lot of people live the same life and so, you know, I, I just want to ask a question. I, I just want to say this, right? It's like, 
if you meet 10 people around the age group of 40 years old and they all tell you the same thing, let's just say it's don't get distracted, don't get distracted, don't get distracted because this is why, this is why, this is why. And then a young dude always does the same thing, gets distracted, does what they said, blah, 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 and now they're 40 repeating it, right? Yeah. And so I just give the example that it's like if everybody thinks and moves the same way, it's like, man, like the the it's right here in front of us, you yeah. feel me? And it's up to us to think different, move different, be different, and, you know, or if you just want to stick to the grain. So necessarily, I think one day I woke up, man, and I was just like, yo, like, I got to really make it happen. Even when it, when you break it down on a music aspect, man, I'm like, it's just deeper than like, yo, let's get some fame, bro. Like fame is, you know, you can be an attractive person and feel famous when you walk into a place. You know what I yeah. mean? Nah, it's deeper than that, man. It's like, nah, I'm going to use this music. Let's change this world, bro. Let, I need that platform. That's, and that's what I feel music can offer me. So with that being said, that's why, you know, I love music, but I'm still a person that just loves life man and just mm. wants to really like get my point across my message and help people out yeah. you know what i mean so yeah no nah, brothers i mean it's um i mean you've already said a couple of things right there that's admirable and i think uh you know you, you always got to love a, a story where um you know anyone like realizes that they can be more than they thought that they could be or or you know one of the hardest things is to is that you can be more and and have more than what's around you like mm -hmm. to not have that example right in front of you but to know there's more out there and still work towards it and you know um i think uh uh and are, are you from la yeah so okay. necessarily mid city los angeles like okay. west la area yeah yeah um yeah man i think uh um some i'm, I'm always interested in uh because i've got um so I, I grew up in baltimore but i grew up like right on the county line and it's crazy because that like two mile difference is the difference between living life one way and another i was very yeah. like privileged to not have to like do or be a part of like any street shit or anything like that but it, like baltimore is just one of those cities where it's like you turn the corner and people are living totally different lives yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I like growing up always like wondered why some people were able to, you know, and I'm guessing maybe like there's one, you know, some people have that one person in their lives that might be a positive influence, but some people who come from those environments and are able to look inward and be like, nah, like there's got to be more to this. And then people that are like, nah, like, you know, on the other on the other side, they're just like, you know, not they, they stick to it and they don't even want to hear that shit. They don't want to like hear that there's something maybe better out there for them. So I think me now sitting with one of these people that do come from one of those uh, environments and situations that then you saw better for yourself than that. Like what, because there's not a lot of that around you. So like what, what, what were there people like that? Was there like that one person or a couple of people that, that showed you that? Or do you just, you were just like, nah, it's gotta be better than this. You know, man, honestly, I'll go ahead and say something. And I think this would be the first like public thing that knows what I'm about to say about me because I haven't really um, you know, brag. Not how would I say it? More of this story. Um, when I was around 19 years old, um, I had ended up getting locked up for some different stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of just want to address that it was the kind of crimes that you know are like very life changing. Like mm -hmm. could have been a real, you know what I mean, yeah. messed up thing. And God bring me through that. But I think during that point, man, when I was, you know, just even sitting 
inside of this place with all these other people and I'm just hearing these stories and I'm hearing like what are people saying and moving and all of that. I'm deep down thinking like I'm not meant to be in here. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not meant to sit here right now. And I'm so thankful for this one man. Man, it was so crazy. I'm like sitting there like not knowing where my life's about to go. Like I don't, I don't know. And it was a dude. And, you know, in this system, man, they look at him like he's crazy. Mm. Like, you know, but this dude comes to me one day and he's like, look, just randomly, he said, hey, God just told me he's not going to give you nothing that you can't handle. And I was like, "Mm." Wow. And he said that, bro, and I felt at peace in myself like an angel just came and talked to me. And it was the craziest thing ever, honestly. And with that being said, man, um, you know, I think it was... I had a very strong mom growing up, man, a very God-driven mom who just was always telling me, like, look, man, you're you're it, you feel me? And God has a plan on your life, and just know that. And it was almost like, I know, you know, a lot of sons do this thing where it's like, we hear you, mom, but you're, you know, like, we hear you, but we're going to still continue to do what we do. And, man, like I said, I just fell in, you know, in in this path, in this lane that wasn't really, you know, good for me. And so after a lot of that stuff had happened, you know, I decided to change my life. And that's when the slow progression of it came and every day just got better and better and better and better and better. And, um, you know, with changing your life, man, comes a lot of attacks. Like, you know, I, I, I dang near lost it all in order to get it all back. But now I'm like, I'm, I'm happy every yeah. day. So like, you know, I can honestly say that. Like even I have a clothing brand coming out and um, it's most people aren't happy. That's the whole thing. Social media is an illusion. Yeah. Like, you know, and the concept of that, why? Because it's like, I wake up every day, I have nothing to stress about. Yeah. You know what I mean? I eat whatever food I want, yeah. and I'm living. <laughs> you feel me? Like, <laughs> right. And so everything else is just like the stuff that I feel like a lot of people are stressing about, the things that we make ourselves stress about. Right. Shouldn't be a stressful thing. So therefore, it's like, I'm happy, man. You yeah. know, and I'm just thankful to be happy. So I've gotten to this point, man, and it's... You know, not looking back now for real. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're man, you're you're I think you're spot on on that. And it's kinda hard. Like I, I've always um uh you know, wondered like what what does it take for a person to not have to experience um extremely um, you know, unfortunate or traumatic mm-hmm. events to be able to be grateful for like just all the mm-hmm, basic stuff mm-hmm. that we have. And I don't know. I, I like I, I I think, you know, uh, if maybe if you could go back in time and, and not experience a lot of the things you experienced, mm-hmm. maybe you would choose that. But clearly, that's why you're able to wake up grateful for just like the, the little things. Mm-hmm. Now, I think to some degree, I think you have to you have to know and had to have lived in a worse version of your reality to like really appreciate like. Mm-hmm. the stability that you then later find. But I think if if your shit's always just been stable, if like things have kind of always been given to you a little bit, you know, I don't know how those, I don't know how those people can, you know, can, because you're right. I do think a lot of that stress like we put on ourselves, but I think it's because people don't really know how bad it can like really be. Exactly. You know, so Absolutely. those little inconveniences or whatever, like, it might seem big to them because it's just the biggest they've ever experienced, you know? So, um, but on that note though, I think, uh, you know, and something you had said earlier before I forget, um, you know, though I've not been in your shoes, I think something I've spoken to a lot of people and from similar situations. And I think, uh, something that's easy 
for people outside of that world to understand. It's like when you're changing yourself, you also have to like change your community and the people around you and like how hard that can be Mm -hmm. because it's people that you grew up with and like they might not be living right, but I mean, those that's your community, that's your family, those are your friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, can you talk a little bit about that process in terms of like not only changing your mind, but then like also having to like put different people around you as, as well? Yeah, man. Um, you know, I want to, I'm so actually glad that you asked this, man. Why? Because I think that was my most recent battle, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, you know, my mom would tell me something very, very just strong um and at first i was necessarily ignoring it but it was just like look anything in the past that isn't benefiting is pointless you know what i mean and it's like you know a a mother a woman of age that's over 50 right you know they keep it so simple because necessarily it is that simple look man this ain't for you let's go you know what i mean but when we're in the situation it's like oh it's deeper it's complicated you know what i mean and i'm only saying that like this you could be i think Two things. One, are you a spiritual man? Yeah. I look at things very spiritually, right? And for the people who may not look at it very spiritually, I, you know, I can explain it in a different way also. But I also want to just come on a spiritual aspect. If you're trying to constantly change your life and all you think positive, but you sit in a room full of eight negative-minded people, it's going to overcome that positivity. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's as, as, as simple as I can break it. And like I'll even use an example, right? It's like, let's say you're in a relationship. You know what I mean? And as a man, you wake up and you're like, look, I'm going today to do A, B, C so that I can get to E, F, G, H, I, J, K. You get what I'm saying? And here's your girl coming in saying like, oh, that's dope, babe, but we're going to stay at A and B today. You know what I mean? So yeah, you might want to do C and D, but here she is just like, well, I'm going to stay A and B and it's messing up your F, G, H. You get what I'm saying? And so that was just the simplest way I could break it down. Only to say it's like, you have to understand that when you are a person who is meant to succeed in life, to be a part of something so much greater that there is a lot of things that are sent into your life to stop you from getting there. And that comes back to the concept of us stressing ourselves out. I had a convo with a boy the other day and he literally told me, you know, and I'm not going to throw out no names nor really too much in the situation, but he pretty much said, look, man, I'm not happy. Hmm. Here's the problem. Here's what's going on. I'm not happy. I said, cool. Time to leave. Here we go. Do this. Da, da, da. Yeah. And you know, he comes back with like, ah, nah, I'm just been a, you feel me? He yeah. knows. He addressed. He said out loud. Yeah. He said everything. He's already knows all the, pro- he understands this, but yeah, he's still like pretty much, well, I'm going to stay here though. Yeah. And, and whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's just like this concept, you know what I mean, man? So it's just, I think when you're, you're trying to change our life and just whoever wants to change their life and knows that you're meant for something better or that situation man, you just got to do it. Yeah, I know it seems scary, and I know you've you seen, but the biggest thing you could tell yourself at all times, and whoever's listening to this, please remember this. Please stick to it and mean that this is real true. You do not owe nobody nothing. Yeah, You don't owe nobody nothing but yourself and God or who you ever pray to. or You don't owe nobody nothing. Yeah, And that's all I'm saying, man. I think that's what comes with this concept of guilt. You don't owe nobody nothing. And I just... Once I think you stick to that code right there, man, your life becomes so much happier. And you you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the biggest saying that's gotten me through 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 a lot. And and also understanding that another person's success has nothing to do with how you succeed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that concept of just thinking you want to hold on, maybe this guy will get on, maybe she'll get on before me, and all of that, that using people, that concept, that stuff's very 
very detrimental in your life too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, no, you're 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 right about that, man. And and you know, um, I, I think like uh, there's some big things that are like really hard to remember every day and, and internalize. I think one of those things is you know the whole one life to live thing that we've you know we've all been told uh, a million times. It's all it's always the the, the quote unquote corny things um, or the things we've all heard that are like the, it's the truest shit, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And I think like sometimes like like what'll help me um you know keep going on you know uh the music stuff or or just anything that i'm doing and stay consistent is just you know well one um i think once you understand that to some degree like suffering is just a part of life like struggle is just like um I think like it helped me a lot to not think of like life as a road and then like obstacles. Like I, yeah. I, I like, like recently obst like obstacles, is, it is life. Like they, like the road is like clear, like obstacles, it's just a part of it. Mm -hmm. And because I mean, again, another thing we've all heard a million times, it's, it's not about what happens, but it's how you respond. But that's also very true, mm -hmm. it, you know? Um, and but that one life to live thing, I think, um, I think, remembering that and internalizing that is what will give you the audacity to ask something of yourself that maybe people don't understand. Whether that's you want to be a successful musician or just something that you know uh, would be, you know, scary or whatever to to most people. But you need that reminder of at least you know that that that's the biggest thing that helps me that reminder of like man like you know if i have one life to live and i have and today could be my last day like how how would i move what would i do that would make myself like proud mm -hmm. you know and um i mean it's 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 hard to through that process it's hard to like not really try to be like your best self yeah um and i think that's an easier process for people who have not had to be in situations where their life has literally been in danger or has like, cause like, I don't think you, you know, obviously if you have been in those situations, if you've been involved in the street shit, then like you actually understand that on like a very real level. But you know, you don't, it's not just, you know, guns and violence and shit that kills people. Like I, I have a friend, uh, uh, 26, just like randomly died of a brain aneurysm. Just like you, you don't know what could take you out. And I think, if you just like knew what you know when your last day would be, I mean, really, like, how would you how would you live that would make yourself proud? I think that that covers what you were saying in terms of like not living for anyone else, because all that like other shit that you'd be concerned about if it was your last day, like you wouldn't even you wouldn't even think about it. Yeah, you know. So anyway, I guess I think it's my point is just um, I think this is what helps an artist be a better artist or anyone be better at what they do is is like that dedication and knowing that um you know you're lucky to have this struggle like you're lucky to be pursuing this thing and i think you know on that note um because i'm always i'm always uh interested to see how like like the role that music sports plays in a lot of people's life because it sounds like to to you like you know, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like music for you has been this thing that throughout your life, you know, regardless of 
how bad of a situation you're in or not. Like you, you knew that you always had this thing, but I guess like, what was that moment where you became like really intentional? And like you said, like you're, you started to like really use it as a platform to just kind of change your whole, your whole life around. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, the, the, the thought and goal behind it since birth, man, for real. Like, even, you know, one day when my mom hops on some kind of interview, she'll tell you, man, I was humming before I could talk. You get what I'm saying? When yeah. I talk, I started singing. You feel me? Followed up with the rapping, guitar. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It just, like, it just really flowed into that. So, um, but I would say when I locked in, I am like, oh, snap. Like, I have it to where, like, people listen. 14. Yeah. 14. Like, right when I got into high school. Because okay. what happened was... um. You know, I always kind of rapped, always. Like, you know, people rap, like, to the point where, like, in, you know, first grade, second grade, I'm rapping. You know, they got snack bars at schools and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm rapping. The teachers is like, hey, if you rap, I'll go get you this fruit roller. You get what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? It's like I'm selling services already. Think yeah. about it. You feel me? People wow. paying. Like, on, on a young thing, I was introduced to a young, like, oh, snap. Like, I rap is worth something. Like, you know, when you a kid, man, a bag of hot Cheetos is like gold. You yeah. feel me? You don't, you ain't got no bills. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm getting free food. Yeah. So it's like people <laughs> offering me that, like kids, my peers, like, bro, Desi, I'll go buy you a drink right now yeah. if you spit some. You feel yeah. me? And it's oh. just like, oh, understanding, like, oh, I do this. You get what I'm saying? And my big brother's a rapper, man, and I just kind of always wanted to rap like him. That's what made me really want to become a rapper. So when I got into high school, it just kind of multiplied. Like, you know, Instagram was just kind of getting real juicy right around that time. Mm -hmm. Like, this concept of viralness. Um, and, yeah, man, like, I remember I had finally went to the studio my first time. And then I would say maybe within three weeks, like, every kid in the high school was just walking around with the speaker playing my stuff off SoundCloud. Like, yeah. I didn't tell nobody. I didn't promote <laughs> nothing. I'm just a kid rapping on campus. Yeah. And now people are like, bro, your song lit. Yeah. And I'm in high school taking photos wow. with the other high school kids. Yeah. So it's like, I've been introduced like, oh, I can really become a star. And so that's why it's funny, you know, when I straight off that path and all that stuff was happening, you know, for a second, I almost felt like that I messed myself up. But I'm like, nah. Yeah. You know why? Because God got this thing. Man, when you... When it's your time, it's your time. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. now looking back mentally, I'm glad it didn't happen right there. Yeah. I'm glad because yeah. I would have been used. You yeah. get what I'm saying? I'm glad it didn't happen. So that's what I'm just saying. But I've been introduced to it on that just locked in level, man, from for forever. And so now it just got even stronger. You know, I started around 14, got stronger, stronger, stronger. Then once you know, I turned 18. Just and it just kept going, man. It just kept getting throughout these years, just more and more understanding my worth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just locked in with it, really. Yeah. Damn, that's cool, man. I mean, and I guess you know deeper into the music. Cause I'm, I, I get, like, who did you who did you listen to? Um, uh, growing up in terms of like, you're like, damn, like, this is cool. How do I do this myself? Justin Bieber. Wow. For real. Like, I was like, you know, I was like one of the little, trying to be at least little pretty boys in school. So I would, <laughs> I would take my guitar and then I would go sing the Justin Bieber songs. Yeah. And so every girl in the school was around to yeah. listen to me singing. And that's how I would get my little numbers. You feel yeah. me? Like, I'm not going to lie. You know, so, <laughs> so I kind of just took that because it's like at the time it was One Direction, Justin Bieber. That's yeah. what every, for me, you feel yeah. me? That's what the girls was on. You yeah. feel me? So I'm young. Like, I want to talk to the girls. You yeah. feel me? Off rip. And, you know, I got the little hair or whatever. I'm just, you feel me? I'm swiping it back. I'm busting the guitar out yeah. singing. You feel me? So I was listening to a lot of Justin Bieber. Yeah. I go lie. And then just on some, like, some other stuff, YG. You feel yeah. me? And just, yeah, YG was probably right, followed up right after that. Yeah. You feel me? That's, man, that's, I mean, 
It's, it's funny. It's surprising, but not surprising. Because now, like, I mean, listening to your your music the past couple days, um, uh, I would like you. You'd have some moments where I'm like, oh, that's a that's a nice melody. Yeah. Like just out of nowhere. So like like I was like, all right. So I mean that, but that so that explains like where like the melodies are coming from mm. in terms of, like if you grew up like listening to to those guys and then like how does like the more and then of course I could hear the of course the the LA rap influence in your song especially the um uh what's the song uh uh I think it's called is it like, like Ricky from 2020 oh um uh, honestly man I personally forgot I don't remember <laughs> the 2020 so I would have to go look but yeah no the 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 um it was something like uh like Ricky but um um anyway no nah, I cuz like the production was like very LA yeah yeah, style. yeah 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 and um and then I think uh the, the latest project I heard of yours um you know it's got like a, a little bit more of like a um uh like a trap sound to it so like how I mean what so in terms of like hip hop I guess what what was like the process of like finding your your sound Yeah man honestly um I want to, before I even go too deep, still say I'm still kind of finding it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be honest with you. Um, but yeah, no, for sure started off way more West Coast, right? That's who I was surrounded with. And now just taking it into the realm of, you know, man, honestly, even when you hear this stuff that I haven't released, you know, it's just addressing a lot of topics on what's going on in the world. Real, I'm a, I'm a real poet at heart. But where I think I'm finally starting to learn is I used to let the beat control how I spoke. Mm. Rather than now I'm speaking to the beat, you get what I'm saying? And appreciating the music behind these beats now, instead of just like, oh, this is lit. Nah, like understanding the concept of like how real music sounds, you get what I'm saying? So I'm slowly switching into that. Off my latest tape, The Problem Child, yeah, all of it was trapped except the one gang, the the song labeled Gang, which was a singing one for the girls, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it's, um, and I'm making the point that was the beginning of just kind of stepping into more of like a talking perspective. Mm-hmm. And now I'm switching over onto like, I mean, honestly addressing even just the, the mindsets of youth and all types of stuff. This next take the problem child too, is yeah. going to be something like, wow. I don't think nobody's expecting for what I'm going to come out with. So I'm still finding my sound, but honestly it's slowly transitioning into like, how can I turn poetry mm-hmm. into rap? And then rap into music, yeah, real music. Yeah, get what I'm saying? That like people. So I think that's what I'm working on at the current moment, man. But yeah, yeah, I'm still finding it. Yeah, still finding it. Who who are you or, or you know uh, in all genres? Like who who are you listening to right now? Right now, for sure, a lot of Kanye. Yeah. For sure, a lot of. Um, I'm trying to see, like, if I went on repeat on my Spotify, yeah. it would probably look like Kanye. Um, gonna, yeah. um, J.I.D. Yeah. And then I just started listening to Smino. Um, I don't think I know, I don't think I know Smino. I didn't really know he was. I saw one post not too long ago and I was like, this dude's dope. Yeah. You feel me? He has a very, like, just his own sound kind of, yeah. kind of thing. He got the rap singing Don Tolliver vibe going uh, on. I'm cool. kind of messing with it. So, yeah. uh, just kind of started listening to him. Shout out to him, man. Yeah. So yeah, that's who's, you know. Oh man, that's cool. Speaking of Don Tolliver, man, I, I always thought. Um, I remember I was like so sold on. I, I heard one thing from him that it was it was good. I think it was uh, for a lot of people. The um, what was it? it was like a fuck? Who was he featured on? Someone's album. I think like the Cactus Jack album with like Quavo. Be, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's when people 
uh, most people heard him, including myself. And then when he dropped Cardigan, I was like, okay, yeah, this guy's this guy's here because the melodies are simple, but they're unique. You know. Yeah, I think, and I think that's the biggest thing now is, um, you know, telling artists, man, if you can be the first to do something man it shouldn't really be no issue yeah you know what i mean and so you know and a lot of people break that down like oh i gotta just go crazy on the songs and start making plain noises it's like nah that's (laughs) not really what i mean it's just like you know it could be the first and then if you can't be the first accept the second so i know like that sounds crazy but it's like i'm making the point yeah we could all right now whoever listening me and you think of an artist that sounds like another artist Mm -hmm. But it it became their own thing, mm-hmm. you know. Let's take Pop Smoke and Fifty Cent for example. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's Pop Smoke. Pop, that's Pop Smoke smell. But ain't nobody gonna disagree that that came from Fifty. Right. Ain't right. nobody gonna disagree. Even his brother said Pop Smoke didn't used to talk like that. Yeah. Pop Smoke had a regular voice. Start <laughs> lifting weights and he came in, huh? You get know what I'm saying? He didn't always yeah. talk like that. And then he came in and he started using the Fifty cadences and you, and that's fine. Why? Because. He ain't denying it. Yeah. We know. He came in second and he made it first. Now he the first. Now he, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, people got to understand that. Think about it. We got J. Cole. You think nobody ever going to rap like J. Cole again? Right. J. Cole raps bars. Yeah. There's a lot of people with bars. You get what I'm saying? You can't deny that. Right. So end of the day, but ain't nobody trying to be J. Cole. Ain't nobody, you know what I mean? You just got mm-hmm. bars. And then people naturally yeah. be like, oh yeah, he got that J. Cole vibe. Right. And now when you come out feet... Yada 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 featuring J. Cole, they like, oh my gosh, yeah. he did it. You get what I'm saying? So it's like I think a lot of people gotta just understand that. But be the first to do anything, man. Start start some different clothes, man. Like, you know, be the first rapper who painted his bike and just pulls up to the club in a bike, valet your bike. Like yeah. it don't matter. You know what I mean? It's just be the first. Like yeah. like have your own personality. Be the first to have your own personality. Yeah. And you know, whatever follows with that, man. I think that's where Yeah, man. You feel me? Yeah. So no, that's cool, man. Um, and and what uh, what were some? Because I know you said the next project you're gonna bring out, uh, you're gonna be talking about, um, you know, just things like on your mind going on in the world. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if you don't mind, like sharing, like, what are what are some things going on that that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, man. Um, so my my first track of Problem Child 2 you can look out for it is going to be called Little Mama mm. right and necessarily i want to say this is strictly for strong women you mm. get what i'm saying um i think you know i've met a lot of people man and just you know really shout out to even my mom honestly man and my auntie you know my grandma had 13 daughters so yeah. you know i just want to get that out the way it's just been a lot of women you know what i mean and i think it's just always watching strong women being taken advantage of man has just kind of like you know like had a certain place in my heart necessarily for real you feel me so you know i'm I'm a pretty nice dude man you feel me and necessarily i just want to go ahead and let women know that like um someone understands you feel me and that you don't have to really go through the things that you go through you get what i'm saying but i think it's just this concept of like you know for example a girl could find a great man an amazing man you feel me but here's the problem a girl will have a friend who don't got such an amazing man. Yeah. And she'll let the influence of that friend affect her mind and change this whole... Con- and, 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 you know, it just gets back to... We're, nowadays, we're normalizing this concept of toxic. It's mm. to the point where, like, I've literally had conversations. Like, I've been out one night. A girl's like, oh, if you toxic, I don't, I'm like, bro, I'm never talking to this girl again. In the back of my head, I'm like, bro, you're never going to hear from me. You get what I'm saying? Mm. And it's just like, but they think it's cute. And like everybody thinks it's cute because like that's the thing. Now we're rap rapping about it. Yo, we toxic. I'm blah, 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 blah. You yeah. feel me? And it's just like people love that thing. You feel me? Yeah. So it's just like 
Yeah, some people joke about it, but some people really need that because they don't feel they're deserving of love. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I think that's just my, my, my next tape is going to address that, man. And then after that, just addressing the concept, let's be honest. I want to ask you something. Mm. Do you feel that you're meant to make it? Um, Man, the short answer is no. Hmm. Because I, in terms of how I immediately interpret that question, I think it's more empowering empowering if I tell myself that I'm accountable for my actions and that if I work to make it, I can make it. Okay. And that like anyone, anyone can if, um, well, one, if they're self-aware enough to know what they're really built for and then to work towards it. But I get, I think, and because I, I and I'm and that's why I say that's how I interpreted that question because I don't know I, I'm not saying this is what you mean but when I think of like someone if I hear someone's meant to make it then I also hear someone's not meant to make it hmm. and I'm not sure if I believe in that there you go you know and 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 I'm glad you answered it like that man because it's just like honestly you know deep down I really thought you were gonna say just flat out yes you feel yeah. me but at the same time what you just said is even more dope but. That's why it's like this next track is kind of addressing that, right? Mm. It's like, look, the simple lyrics, I'll give you a couple bars. It's like, who is there to say that we all can't make it? Them convos that your granny gave calling you the greatest. Mm. Wouldn't that be amazing if your homie Eric woke up saying we famous or your Uncle Phil saying, hey, nigga, we made it. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? You get what I'm saying? And it's just like, I hope that even just like resonates with a lot of people because it's like, think about it, man. Like, who is it to say we all can't make it? Yeah. Back to my point of just like another person's success shouldn't stop yours. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And um, yeah, man, I think like this, this next tape is just really, you know, just kind of like, I think it's things I've thought, things I felt, things the world felt just really like relatable, man. And I just want people to know that there's there's someone who gets it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like nobody's really talking about that right now, man. And, you know, I think a lot more rappers start talking about that kind of stuff, man. It'll just really help out. There's a lot of problems going on right now from suicide to drug overdose to kids who don't have role models, man, who are just falling into the gang violence when they don't have to be. Mm. Some kids have fully loving parents. Yeah. But just because they don't know how to communicate or have the right person or right... You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. think about it. You got loving parents, but you're hanging out with homies that's not... On this, you know what I mean? It's yeah. violence. Let's just say violence. And then you hop on the radio and you hearing like, she only want me because I went and shot him. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. it's just like, you know, this concept is always in your head. It's always in your head. It's always in your head. Yeah. We don't got a new Tupac. We don't got somebody like, keep your head up. It's somebody, we don't got nobody just talking. You know what I mean? It's like, even Tupac, he was about the thug life. Yeah. Nobody will deny that. Yeah. But we ain't going to beat around the fact that he came in and told you. Hey, look, here's the deal. You right. get what I'm saying? At all times, bro. And that's why Dubai gets such a legend to this day. You get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, this next tape, I hope to be that guy for the world, man, honestly. Because the end goal that I have, man, is only going to be achievable if, if the, um, you know, I'm able to have that platform for real. So, you know, speaking on my end goal, just so I don't leave nobody clueless here, is um, I want to go ahead and, you know, being in the system, how I kind of previously spoke to you, I saw a lot of, uncomfortable situations for a lot of other people. Luckily, I was blessed enough to be able to afford a private lawyer. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but I saw the pain that it caused a lot of people when they were dealing with these public defenders. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I have this goal that I want to start this um, nonprofit and, you know, initially come in, man, with at least, like, looking at $10 million to just really appoint um, private lawyers for everybody 
um, who has a public defender and or has been convicted of a crime while having a public defender when yeah. their case was questionable. Yeah. You know, just seeing if you can go back and look at that, man. And I think we'd be shocked with who's really innocent and really, you know, because it's like, man, I don't think people understand how that system works if you're not in it. And that's yeah. why people don't feel it. This is how it is. And this is how messed up it is, man. It'll be a guy in there. And he's telling you, like, look, I really don't know nothing about this. And everybody might say that, but sometimes it's really true. Yeah. And the public defender don't they don't listen to that. Yeah. Why? Because they they friends with everybody. They, you feel me? They come in, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's dope. I hear you. Uh, I already talked to them. So you're gonna get 10 years. Hey, wait, wait, come back. No, no. They're already gone. Yeah. Can't talk. You sitting behind the door. You can you can't get the call. You can't do nothing. You feel me? And it's real degrading, man. Like people don't understand. You feel me? Like real degrading, man, to the point where it's like. You seeing grown men in here cry. You seeing people who were convicted when they was eighteen who never naturally became grown men. Here's these forty year olds acting like they're children. Yeah. I saw a thirty five year old man jump up and fart in a kid's face. It's just like, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. crazy and like immature as that sounds. It's like, bro, he never grew up. If you break it down, you yeah. get what I'm saying. And who knows if he had the right music to listen to? If he had the right help? If he had the right, you know what I mean? A yeah. lot of that. So any part that I can play, man, I think that's really like. You know, people ask, what's your purpose? I think our purpose as humans is just to achieve peace. Yeah. But on a material, on a physical realm level, mm. man, I think it's like, bro, if you can go out your own way and just like really come from that selfish mindset to just understand that like another person's life matters, another yeah. person's emotions is real. Yeah. I think that's you doing God's work for yeah. real. So that's how I feel in that. So that's my end goal with this um, music stuff, man, be strong enough to like hop on one day and say, hey, we're going to help out the system and everybody being like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all these, think about it. How many charities would people start all day? Dead. What are they doing? You know right. what I mean? They just, right. yo, yo, we're going to go paint the street down white. Everybody <laughs> put a hundred million into this. Like, and it's That's just true. like, they raising a hundred million to put white for the pigeons in Antarctica. Don't get me wrong, I love animals, but you get what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, imagine we did that, and it's like, no, let's raise 150 million dollars for everybody who's like really innocent out yeah. here, bro, and help people. Yeah. I know you saw that story um, about the trucker who like um, his brakes went. It was like the semi truck, the brakes went. Oh, trying yeah, to give yeah. him like a hundred years. I saw a post about this. Yeah. Now they lowered it and everything, and I prayed for that man, you know, and I prayed for the family of the stuff, but. I'm just making the point. It's like, imagine a situation like that, right? It's mm -hmm. like, that situation is so crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? And it sucks. Yeah. But wow. what can he do about that, right? And now I'm just making a point, you yeah. know, hypothetically saying, it's just like, what if like, he didn't have the internet, bro? Mm -hmm. Like, what if nobody knew? Yeah, it yeah, got, it got say, lowered like, and stuff like that because why everybody's like, yo, we right. need petition, bro. Yeah, like 2 million signs right. and stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's like, can't, but what if nobody knew? Right. You know what I mean? What if he just went straight jail right there? Nobody looked, nobody did, yeah. nobody knew. Yeah. And he just got that hundred years. Right. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah. And it's just like there's a lot of people nobody knows. Yeah. And the, and the, it, the system's fucked up if like me? if you um like you shouldn't have to a case shouldn't have to get the entire like world or country to pay attention to it for them to do the right thing. Like it's gotta get to a point where like uh, neither you or I hear about a man that was like rightfully freed that you know didn't commit a, a, a crime but unfortunately we're still at that point where like it only really happens if the you know if that person is lucky enough for his case to have some type of special circumstances that then like the media will want to run because I mean all they care about are the stories that's going to cause the most back and forth between two sides and then I mean through that publicity 
you know, that's when, you know, you just hope that the right thing happens. But, I mean, a lot of these guys in these cases, I mean, it's just between them, the people in that courtroom, their lawyers, that's it. They're not, you know, nobody's talking about them on Twitter or anything. So you got to, I think it's just got to get to that point where the cases that we don't hear about, um, you know, they're getting their, their justice as well. But that, I mean, like, you know, I think with what you're trying to uh, do, um, you know, it's, it's about like really working from the inside out and, and making sure like the system is set up in a way where, um, you know, like it shouldn't, it really should not come down to optics. Like a person's life shouldn't come down to optics, like you know, and unfortunately in the law, well, in, in every job, unfortunately, everyone's job eventually becomes a job to some degree. So, you know, I mean, you've got lawyers maybe, um, um, you know, they'll go to like a, a judge's chambers and they're like um, negotiating like how many years someone gets, like they're playing like fucking Monopoly or something. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. talking about someone's life. Like so, just sitting there, yeah, not speaking. Yeah, just like so chill. Like, all right, yeah, just give them nine years and like. Like I heard you say forty five, but can we can 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 we leave with twenty eight years? Hey man, you okay with twenty eight years? Yeah, you feel me? It's yeah. it, it, it's really crazy like yeah. that. It's like, bro, we at seven eleven. Like y'all yeah. talking my whole life right, right now. You feel right. me? Like yeah. So I mean, it's um, but I mean, you know, on on that note, I I just know that there's so much tied into that in terms of like the culture that we're a part of and, and what leads to um, uh, empathy and, and care being lost over time. Um, you know, I, I mean, that, that, that's definitely a worldwide question. That's for sure an America question, just because the culture is, I mean, I'm not quite sure if uh, we, I'm not sure if you could with a straight face, uh, you know, call this country an empathetic one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, so it, it you know, it, yeah, beyond the law system, there's just a, there's just a, uh, uh, an absolute need for just the overall culture to, um, to change. I mean, on just on really basic stuff, like just seeing the person that, uh, you know, you might come across the street as like a neighbor, as like someone on your side. Um, but, I don't know. We've got a long way to go. Easy to talk about it, but I mean, people like yourself that actually want to, you know, do these things. Um, and I think, you know, just yeah. on the way, man, yeah. just trying to get that, you know, for example, I don't have $10 million yet, right? But that doesn't mean that I can't still play a role. So, like, what I'm saying by that is, like, you know, it's like getting a whooping when you were a kid. A kid could get a whooping and still go back the next day and still talk in class. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think just during this time and seeing my entire progress and growth, man, and everybody's watching and showing there's another way. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. what people don't understand is like, you know, even this concept of police and stuff, man, it's like, you know, it was all, it's all built around slavery. Everything. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Uh, and, you know, police are its own gang in its own way. You get what I'm saying? So, and not even understanding that the gangs that we now have were initially against police and brutality right. and we turned it against each other and like you know just this whole concept bro where it's like you know every day we keep this 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 idea of slavery going on subconsciously that we don't even know you know what i mean like i tell people all day i tell a couple of homies and stuff like that i'm like hey man i get you know you doing what you're doing and stuff um you know, you don't got to be the most flashiest one out, you know, in the world right now. You feel me? And it's this whole kind of, nah, this is what we need. We need to do this so that the girls see, so that yeah. the dudes see, so that they know we got money. Yeah. And I'm like, look, bro, you know, it's like, that's what they did when we were slaves. 
You get what I'm saying? They threw us on the chains. They threw us. They washed us up good. Yeah. They taught us, you know, make sure you entertain today. You feel me? Right. And da, 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 da. So we could sell you. Right. And now we selling ourselves. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? We selling this image of ourselves. You feel me? So it's like, you know, just really trying to let people know, man. It's like, you know, it starts with us. Yeah. You feel me? I, I tell dudes all day. I tell my boys, you know, I got a couple boys, man, who are a couple wild dudes, man. You know, love them. But, you know, they, they know. I tell them. I'm like... Why do you only get mad when another black man looks at you a certain way? Mm. White man could come up, you get what I'm saying, and he just, man, watch out. And he just, man, wow, that dude's tripping. Yeah. Black man even looking the way you ready to fight. Nah, it's because we still going. Yeah. Nah, man, black love. You feel me? Yeah. Black man excellence. I'm the biggest, you know what I'm saying? I remember one time, bro, I was just looking in a direction. This man thought I was talking to him crazy, you feel me? Or looking at him crazy. So he came up, you know, did his little pressing thing. And, you know, I, I turned it into something fully different. I said, look, man, honestly, I wasn't looking at you, but why you over, you feel me, what's going on, man? Like, for real. And this ended up turning into a whole different conversation where, you feel me, dude telling me about his life and all types mm -hmm. of stuff. And I'm just making the point. It's like a lot of people feel they aren't heard. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And just offering that different tunnel. See, because the people who are telling people, hey, there's a different way, nobody's listening to them. You know, as, as crazy as it sounds, man, nobody's really listening to the pastors and the people at churches. Nobody's really listening to the... People, just, nobody's, but it's like, let somebody who's young, let somebody who fly come in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I use an example all day. I'm not going to throw out no names, but imagine if one of these young fly LA rappers came in saying, yo, we on this now. Yeah. People like, oh, snap. <laughs> I thought we was gangsters. We we coming with you. Yeah. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, so man, until, you know, I get to that point where I can just even get there, just showing people, man, it's another way, man. Yeah. It really is. And just, you know, this whole concept of money, I tell people all day, once you got a crib and a car, what else you need? Yeah. You just gonna keep getting a better crib and a better car and a better crib and a better car and a better crib and a better car, but it don't matter. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like this thing you need eight hundred million dollars today, it's just like it don't matter, you feel me? Yeah. Like it, it, I, I tell people all day, a billion a billionaire and a person with five million still eat at the same restaurants, man. It's just True. like you break that down to our concept, but dude with a hundred thousand and five thousand, they both still could go eat at, you know what I mean, somewhere maybe not every day, but it's just the point. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. just like once you get a crib and a car, when you ask a person all day, hey, once you get money, what you going to do? Buy a house, <laughs> car, yeah. go on vacation. All right, cool. Go get you an apartment, get you a nice little Honda, and yeah. chill. You feel me? And yeah. that, that's it, bro. You need to be happy with that, for yeah. real. But it's like, we just always think, why, 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 is, why is the white man so happy with it? Right. I could drive up the hills right now. Me and you could both drive up the Hollywood Hills right now. Big old $100 million houses, whatever, and it's still beating Priuses in the front. Yeah. Right in the driveway, post it up. Yeah. Never would know. He'd be right at the same restaurant. You're not even knowing he got that big old crib at the mm -hmm. top. But why us as black young men, some of us don't even got, some of us staying with the mom. Right. You feel me? Right. But we got that Rolls Royce rental for the month costing us $24,000 because we ain't got the credit to come yeah. up with it. You get what I'm saying, yeah. man? And it's just like, you know, but that's cool though. Why? Because we surrounded with people who saying that's cool. Yeah. And it's just like, I used to think it was cool. Yeah. Bro, if I showed you my monthly expenses on car rentals, oh my gosh. It's stupid. It's more than like five years worth of a teacher's salary. Like I swear to God, not even exaggerating. And I'm not proud of that nor yeah. bragging. I'm really honestly saying that's my entire point. I come from thinking like this. Yeah. So if there's a person who comes from thinking like this, thought if I got the proof with it and saying, bro, this ain't it. Yeah. I hope people listen to that. Yeah. No. And that, that, I mean, that's where you have that. That's where you're like really credible is that you're not just like on the outside of the shit pointing the fingers at people like you, you've. Yeah, I think it's it's big to be able to to make those mistakes, change the way you're living, and then be able to like really, 
you know, have the right to like speak on that shit and, and, you know, say you were like once there. So, I mean, I, I really respect that. And I think a big part of what you're saying is, is also, uh, I mean, you always, you always have to ask yourself, you got to check in with yourself, um, every now and then at least. And, and, you know, just be like, well, why do I want what I want? Um, like, what is this doing for me? Or, you know, why do I want to impress these other people? Um, because I, I think like, um, I think validation and fulfillment is what drives us to do what we do for the most part. And you just always have like, what, 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 why is the validation I'm chasing coming from someone else and like not mine? Like what, 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 what would I do or what would I wear? Or how would I act if, you know, the only person that could give me that validation was myself, you know, but I don't know. I think a lot of those, I think a lot of these things I'm saying, it's, um, it's unfortunately so like you, you like go out of the scope for a second. It's just like, damn, like where does the, where does it even start in terms of like, like what's the, like the issues, the culture, is it from like day one as a kid? Like how, how do people like retrain this way of thinking without like experiencing like really terrible things that force them to learn a lesson. Like how can people just understand? But you know, I don't know, man, I, I think, um, but that's why it's admirable because if you've ever been down that road, you know how hard it is to do it. And um, I think someone like yourself, again, I think you have the right to really speak on that. Yeah. 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 Um, before we, you know, before we wrap up, before we get out of here, man, I, I think, I mean, I'm just curious, like, um, what I guess if you could just you know leave with with one thing, especially for, because I mean you know this town man, um, a lot of LA people listen to this podcast, uh, or you know it's mostly LA people, and um, I guess for not just like the young rappers, but young dudes in general that you know like might be in situations that you were in, and might also I mean some of them might have these thoughts where they're like, yeah you know I've been thinking about changing it you know changing my life around, but, like, they don't really know where to start. Like, what would you say to these guys? Accept. You know, um, I'll break that down into one word. You got you to gotta, you gotta accept first, you know what I mean? And I think that's going to be your first step to any process. Imagine healing, you know what I mean? Let's say you come from a toxic world, mm -hmm. right, and you wanted to heal. You got to accept first. Yeah. Here was the issue. Right, you know, I meet a lot of people, man, a lot of young people do who will literally say out loud the problem, but like in the back of their head still have this form of denial. Yeah. You know what I mean? So once you start with that level of acceptance, man, the healing just follows right behind that. Understand where you lack. If you know that these people you hanging out with is what's holding you back, hang out with new people. Yeah. If you know that you want to make music, but you could be working harder, work harder. Yeah. Accept. Don't just be and think things come to you, man. Even God. God will tell you, man, look, I'm going to do my part, but do yours, though. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to do mine, but do yours. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, just start off with accepting, understanding, and understanding yourself, and just start making the necessary adjustments, man. And, you know, when you stick to that concept, you don't owe nobody nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't owe nobody nothing. I tell people that all day, and that's the, that's the biggest thing that holds us back, man. It's just thinking, you know, feeling this level of guilt for no reason. Mm. You don't owe nobody nothing. Yeah. You know, as deep as it is, you don't even owe your mama nothing. Yeah. You know, like, 
all love to everything, but you don't owe nobody nothing. That's not your job. Right. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, for anybody young, man, who just feels that, you know, your life could be going in a different direction, you know, stop, think, accept, understand, slow down. You feel me? And just, um, you know, really, really use that. Yeah. And just, just, yeah. Yeah. Man, like, bro, bro, like I said before we started, man, I, I, <laughs> I knew we... I knew this was going to be one that, um, you know, would be in a good way, uh, a nice, like, breath of fresh air um, in comparison to a lot of, uh, you know, some of the perspectives, um, which I I mean, I, man, I love every episode I've ever done, but it's uh, especially in the, the, uh, the music world and um, the rap game. Um, Again, that, that, that bigger picture thing we talked about in the, in the very beginning, it's just, it's it's just refreshing to, um, you know, to hear someone like from this world, like really just understand, like, I mean, you know, bigger than all the material shit that we're chasing that there's like, there's real shit going on and it's worth paying attention to. It's worth discussing, even worth putting in the music. So, um, no, man, I mean, I, 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 again, I can't say it enough, but like, I really respect like, you know, where you've came from, what you're doing with those experiences now. And um, it's going to be cool to just see, um, like, what you can really do with this music thing, like, even outside the music, like, and how many lives you can change. So Thank um, you for that, man. Thank yo, you. I appreciate yeah, that. That's no great. problem, man. I, I mean, thank you for, again, for making the time to to do this. Obviously, you got to come back on some point if you yeah, yeah, yeah. If drop another. Update, yeah, yeah, update. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um which is cool. I'm starting to bring on like some people I had uh, a year ago, uh, some of them like uh, that, like, um, you know, and bringing them back on for the second time. Um, And just like, it's just so cool to see the, like the positive changes in people's mindsets, what they're doing now. And um, to like, hear them like admit that maybe they were wrong here. This could have been better here, but like they grew from that. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that with, with you. Look, man, for all the listeners, y'all got to mark my words right now. We're going to do two more. We're going to do a six-month <laughs> yeah. and a year point of yeah, this day. Dude. So it don't matter yeah. how big a get in the world, right? Look, I'm giving my mans right now my promise. We're yeah. going to come back, and y'all be ready uh, for that, man. It. Y'all be ready. You feel me? Let's get it. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, man. Uh, for everyone uh, listening, again, uh, you know, thank you. And... Um, Yeah, this is a song called Life, and we're out. Peace. Yeah.